Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. Please help me welcome Clara Osei Bonsu as she shares her testimony with us. Please encourage her as she comes. Um, my name is Clara Akuosei Bonsu, and then I'm a communion star. Okay. Um, when I was about to write my wasi, I came to Reverend Kobe and then he prayed for me. And then Sister Rejoice also advised me to, <laughs> to, to read Dakot Mills' books. And that has helped me a lot. That has helped me a lot. It has really helped me. Not only to improve my English, but also to, um, let me see, build up my spiritual life. Yay. And so in school, Mm, learning to place and then reading of the Dakot Mills books it took place, devotion took place, a lot of things took place. And then I was also part of SU. I wasn't an executive though, but I was an active member, so I was also part. And then we used to go for evangelism. So during evangelism, they give us a topic to go and preach on or evangelize on so as we go we do it and then after doing it i have a kind of feeling like yeah like it's, it's a kind of feeling that i felt so like <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah it is it is so after that feeling i prayed to god that God, let your will be done in my life. You, you, you sent me, you, or you brought me to this school not to fail, no. L let, me, let me come out with a, a result that will actually, not as in getting all the A's, but m m making me possible to go to the university. That's all. That's all I wanted. So I always pray on it. I always pray. But I never had the idea of going to the university this year. Nah, I never had the idea. My dad told me, see, I want to see your results before you go. I am not buying any university form for you. I want to see your results. So, hey, people were buying their forms, check, they'll be making noise, hey. And then, leg, they'll be making noise, yeah, Charlie, I will see you for leg, hey. So I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. Then I called my dad. Hey, daddy, so I want you to buy it for me. He said, no, I want to see your results first. He said, hey. <laughs> and I prayed to God that, God, you said in your word, you said in your word that you, you have plans for me. And then plans of what? Hope and prosperity. So, Lord, I, I give everything to you. I give everything to you. All what I have to do is to learn and get a grade. It's fine. I give everything to you. Whether I'll go to the university this year or not. 
I leave everything to you. So I wasn't thinking about university. People were buying the forms and things. I wasn't thinking about university. So we wrote the exams, everything went well, results came out. And then <laughs> I didn't check the results. My dad went to check. So I was there and then he called me. He checked one week later after the results had, had come. So he was, he was like, he checked it because he wasn't sure I'm going to pass. Hey, daddy. <laughs> so, okay, he went to check and then he called me. He was at a place where he went to check and then he called me that I should come. Now, nah, I, I feel with pants. Hey, I feel with saying. <laughs> so I went there. There was my result, nicely dressed. And then, <laughs> and then from there, and then he told me to, you. UPSA was a place I wanted to go, so he told me to, you let's go, and then since the forms, they've stopped selling it, you let's go, and then just go and see the school, so that, oh, you, since you've seen the school, next year you come, so just go and see the school. So we went there, <laughs> so we went there, and then he, he, he had friends over there, he, yeah, so we went there, and then one of his friends told us, oh, they'll be selling their forms again. So, and I shouldn't worry, they'll be selling their forms again. So a week later, his friend called him that they are, they are selling their forms, so I should go and purchase it. So I went to purchase, applied, and then I had it. I never had in mind I'm going to the university, but I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> So, I'm now a level 100 student, accounting student. Yeah. I thank God so much. I thank God so much. I thank God so much. I thank Bishop for his messages. Hey, his messages. Powerful. Pow hey. I thank him. I thank him so, so much. And I thank Reverend Kobe for him anointing me before I, I, I went to the exams hall. Yeah, for he anointing me before going to the exams hall. I thank him so much. I thank God too. And then I want to say, what, 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 what would have actually happened to me if I hadn't served God in SHS? How would my life be right now? I thank God so much. Thank you. Amen. Amen. That was a very powerful testimony. I have another testimony here. And please, I'd have to read it since the person is not around. So please, the testimony, we should listen carefully. Amen. It says, My name is Jason Joseph Obodaisai, and by the grace of God, I'm a film star. Last, by the grace of God, I'm a film star. A week after the fresh oil, I received a call from my cousin telling me, his mother wasn't well. So he kept complaining, the mother kept complaining that she had a problem with her leg. Upon the visit to the hospital on Monday, the doctor concluded that they, have, they had to cut off her leg. So they were scared, we were scared, and I suggested that we have faith, and they joined me in church. That was that Sunday, after the fresh oil, after the fresh wind, sorry. 
on, but they did, uh, but, but all to no avail. So on Monday afternoon, I decided to go and visit them. On my way, I remembered the anointing oil Bishop blessed on during fresh oil. I quickly took it along and left for the place. When I got there, I asked if I asked if I could pray with them using the anointing oil. So I prayed with them and applied some of the oil on her knee and also allowed her to, told her to drink some. By the grace of God, I received a call three hours after telling me that she is now walking by the grace of God. <laughs> She's walking. She's fine. She didn't have to go to the hospital again. And she's now ready to come to me, to come to church. And she has allowed all her children to join Shine Service. I just want to thank God for her life. Thank our Father Bishop Ogo for the prayers. The prayers. I want to encourage everybody to receive the prayers he prays each now and then because there's power in the prayer. Amen. Amen. So as you are here and Bishop is praying, receive it. Amen. Receive it. Someone somewhere has received her healing. Amen. Oh, let's give it up to Jesus. It's on to Jesus. Tonight, God has one word for you and he wants you to know that no matter what you're going through, just hold on. Hallelujah. Because he is the light of the world and he will appear in your darkness. Amen. Darkness is all 
shock me. You are a sitting star, you won't clap too. Eh? You are a sitting star, you won't clap. You are a sitting star, we have found work for you to do by clapping, you won't clap. Ah! Oh, clap your hands, oh. Are you excited to be in church tonight? I said, are you excited to be in church tonight? Are you excited to be in the shine service tonight? This week I was talking to somebody and we were talking about how we often go through life feeling okay. It's like I'm standing here, I'm strong. You see? Huh. That's why when you hear that somebody says, oh, oh, I just saw the person. And we're saying actually how death is really just a step away. If you are really wise, you will understand that death is just and it is only by the unimaginable mercies of God that we go and come and nothing happens to us yeah nothing happens to us I mean the fact that you have left wherever you are coming from and arrived here without anything happening to you. I mean some of you your area the way the tipper truck drivers drive alone ah yeah. so you ought to be grateful when you find yourself in the house of God. And tonight, we have the word. Hallelujah. Not only do we have music, not only do we have dancing, not only do we have drama, but tonight, we have the word. And we have the word from a seasoned vessel of, vessel of the Lord Jesus Christ, a man who has followed God for many years. Yeah. And a man who challenges any one of us to rise up and do for the Lord. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to stand to your feet. You can bounce around if you want to. You're allowed to clap your hands. You can shout and make some noise. And with Jesus' joy, let us welcome tonight 
The Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Come on, make some noise tonight. and receive a blessing before the blessing of the word comes. The blessing of establishment. The blessing of guided paths. Remember, you are standing not in a lecture theater but in the presence of God. Receive the blessing of freshness. Anyone with a soul that is fatigued, may the freshness of God come upon you. Receive the blessing of a desire for God. A desire. Anybody here whose desire for God is going down, is experiencing a rise of zeal, enthusiasm, love. May your love for God be deep. May your love for God be strong. May your love for God be unshakable. May people admire you because you love God. May your walk with God be a source of admiration. May your walk with God cause you to attract people into your life. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus. And you may be seated. Matthew 13. Tonight, I'm preaching a short message. And uh, I believe that you will be blessed even though it's for just five minutes. Sometimes we, we enjoy 
a message that is over one and a half hours. You should also learn to enjoy five minutes, ten minutes. And uh, Matthew 13, verse 44. I'm continuing and I'm going to end this maybe next week or two. Um, the title of the series I've been preaching is What Are You Hiding? What are you hiding? Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure hid in a field. The which when a man had found, he hideth. And for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath and buyeth that field. God has been preparing us to become great people. You see, when you become born again, when you become a Christian, You see, Christianity is not backwardness. When you become born again, it doesn't mark the beginning of a decline in your life. There are some people who feel that when you come to know God, it's like God takes away your happiness. You see, it's like your boyfriend can make you can can excite you more than God can excite you. Or Indian hemp can 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 give you a high that God cannot give you. But what you've forgotten is that the house of God itself is high up in the mountains. It's on top. The the mountain of the house of the Lord is on top of the mountain. So in the church also we get high yes in the church also we get high but we don't get high on indian hemp or cocaine i'm just saying to you that being born again must not be a regrettable experience for you you must not look back and feel that it was a waste of time because the kingdom of god is like unto a treasure a treasure that's the kingdom of god when when you when you when you start going to church when you give your life to christ the value of your life begins to go high yes listen carefully when you get born again when when you give your life to christ you start going to church you have a pastor the value of your life rises now as young guys you feel that you see there are certain things we, we we do that make us feel that we have become very you know powerful like if you can fornicate with all the girls in your class it's like you are you are you are you you are you, you are a wild guy but it only makes you a goat yeah sleeping yeah, i'm preaching already 
sleeping with all the girls in their class. The only thing, oh, I, I, sorry, sorry, I'm, I'm, that's not true. That's not true. I, I just mean it. It either, it's not just a goat, you can be, also be a dog. But in your class, the boys will be clapping for you. They will give you fans. Yeah. Yeah, as a man. Like you are the wild guy in the class. Yes, I met a guy, so his name is Clearing Agent. He's a clearing agent. <laughs> He's a clearing agent. <laughs> yes. Do you know what a clearing agent is? When you bring your car or your furniture from America or India or London or South Africa and you go to the port, then there's a clearing agent who helps you to clear your goods. But this guy is not that type of harbor clearing agent. He has been clearing girls. Area girls. Clearing agent. Ask your neighbor, have you been a clearing agent before? Abba! Nonsense. And you see, your, and it's even, even the name, like clearing agent, it's like, <laughs> you are a main guy, but you are a fool. There are things we do which are very foolish, but the world claps for us. They make us feel that it's like, like when you grow up a little, even at your age, some of you can go to your father's house, I mean, your house and steal your father's car. And you bring the car to school. Like you bring your car to us. Come and cheat the car there. And the girls who are looking at you in the car, they know that the car you are driving is not for you. But because they've got chicken brains, they cannot, uh, you see, process the information that this boy in this car, the car is not for him. His, his, his brain is like a chicken's brain. Yes. Either there's soap bubbles or water or air. But you see the girl, wow! Wow! <laughs> Rasponsel, Charlie. Rick Z has brought a car. <laughs> Meanwhile, the car is looking for him. And chances are he may never buy a car. And because uh, somebody who can run away from school, go and steal a car and bring the car. People are making me preach. Oh, I didn't intend to preach. No. I did not intend to preach. <laughs> it is very important for you to understand. What gives a person value? Stealing a car doesn't mean you are valuable or you are a great guy. You are just going to kill yourself. Sleeping with girls in the class doesn't mean that you are a great guy. The real value of your life is determined by God. And that is what God is trying to do through the series. To make you great. To make you... You see, he says the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure. When you come to church, your, your life begins to appreciate. The value begins to go up. The value begins to rise. How many of you want the value of your life to rise? Or you want to be a baller girl or baller boy? Or you want to be like the drunkard in your family? How many of you want your life to go high? The kingdom, you, you have come to the place which adds value to your life. There is nothing that happens here that reduces your value. Nothing. Mention it. 
is it the music? Is it the, is it the preaching? Is it the dancing? Is it the... Uh, what is it? Is it the Bible we are reading? Your life can only go up. You can only become better. And I'm saying that as you and I are in church, we need to know that the way the world values people is not the way God values people. Amen. And that is why he says that the, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid. Hid. I mean, it's old English. Hidden. That is, in the kingdom of God, we hide things also. It's not only in the world that people hide evil things. In the church also, we hide good things, treasures. And the value of your life will be determined not on the things hanging outside, but, but on the things hidden inside. Hidden. So even when the man found it, what did he also do? He hid it. So, so, so uh, what did he hide? Pornography? Cocaine? Let's not check. What did he hide? Oh, is there? What did he hide? A treasure. So, so, my question to you tonight is a simple question. What are you also hiding in your life? Or, as for you, the things you are hiding are all bad things. What is it? What treasure are you... I could have titled it, What treasure are you hiding? What treasure? Please ask your neighbor, What treasure are you hiding? We have been... We, we, have, we, have, we have... You see, when, when, your, when, when everything about you is what we see outside, then there's a problem with your life. You won't go far. Or, if the most expensive things about your life can be seen on the outside, the valuable things are seen outside you, then it means that you are not going to be great in life. You can wear a gold ring, gold watch, Indian hair, Brazilian hair, but there should be something more expensive than gold hidden inside you. What are you hiding? We have found some things we must hide in our lives. One of them is what? Is what? Prayer. Prayer. Jesus said in Matthew 6 that when you pray, like praying, praying, talking to God, it's not something that must be done publicly for all to see. When you pray, enter, hide it. See, your, your prayers, like as you sit here, there must be prayer in your life that nobody saw. Because when this church service started, and we were here, we prayed. But that prayer was prayer that people saw. They saw you pacing up and down. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless us. Visit us by... That one, everybody saw. But the prayer that changes your life is the prayer you pray where? Inside your closet. And when you enter your closet, you shut the door. I want you to get the earlier series because I cannot go back. We are finishing very soon. My intention is for you to be a great person. Yes. No. Why? Is it because I'm a good pastor? Like I'm a pastor with a good vision? A pastor with great ambition? No. Why do I want you to be great? Because it's the natural cause of the life of a person who comes to God. Anybody who came to God was made great. 
madmen were healed. Prostitutes became saints. Thieves became pastors. Poor people became rich. Rich as in money rich. Gold, silver, cattle, cows. There are treasures in the kingdom. If somebody's Christian life has put you off, I want to inform you that that person was a fake representation of the kingdom of God. Because the real kingdom of God is like a treasure. You know, there are some people, when you see them, you don't even feel like being a Christian. But not me. me when you see me, you want to be born again. When you see me, you, I, I mean, Charlie, how? I mean, there must be something great in this. Yeah. It shall be your story as well. Oh, the, the, the song was, now that we have found Christ, what are we going to do with it? We are going to preach. We are going to, and all these things we do, praying, fasting, they add value. I will say it again. Look at me. Everyone look at me. Nothing happens here that lowers the value of your life. You can only improve. Many years ago, I took my children to a school. When we moved to Adenta. And the headmistress of the school, so my wife and I were asking her, um, so those the students in this school, do they pass their exam? And what is the performance, you know, WASI, BC? And the headmistress said, well, um, it's a good question. It's a, good, it's a very good question you've asked. But uh, I don't have a straightforward answer that well, we get 10 A's, uh, t- 10 8 A's, or 28 A's because the results really vary year after year. But one thing I can assure you, I can, one assurance I can give you is that in this school, you must really, really, really work hard to fail. I mean, to fail must be a great effort. Like when you say, oh, somebody in this school has failed, it means the person really, really tried. I mean, like, the person was deliberate, was intentional. But on a normal day, your, 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 your natural outcome is that you are going to pass your exams. Yeah. Here also, you must try very, 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 very hard to be useless. The natural outcome of your life as a Christian is that you'll be blessed. Is that, you, is that you'll be blessed. Amen. That you'll be valuable. Amen. That you'll be preferred in school. Amen. You'll be preferred at work. It's a natural outcome. Naturally. Unless you're not serving God well. It will be well with you. Amen. It will be well with you. Amen. The kingdom is like a treasure. So I want to welcome you to church. I want to welcome you. Today is your first time. Whatever. I want to welcome you. Next two weeks or so, we are going to start Sunday morning services somewhere. But today, tomorrow, next week, we are here. Saturday evening. But it's come to an end. Sunday morning. Can you go to church on Sunday morning? Are you a Sunday morning believer? 
Hello, look at me, look at me. Only good things happen here. Tell your neighbor, only good things happen here. Tell another person, only good things happen here. Say, in the house of God, only good things happen. And, and listen, to, to become valuable, to become a great girl, a great guy, it is what is inside you that gives you value. The man hides it. I told you last week, when you step out of here, you are walking on the road. You will see that it is only sand and stones. Even the stones are inside the wall. The tipper track, the, the one the tipper track brought. The things which are outside are cheap. But on this road, there is gold. But they are inside, they are hidden. Because treasure is hidden. So you also must have things in your life you've hidden. You must hide the word of God. Well, I've been through, have I, have I taught you the word of God? That it must be hidden. The word said, thy word have I hid in my heart. So last week, I came to, I think the fourth or the fifth thing. And I want to continue today just for five minutes. The fourth thing you must hide. The fourth, you see, six. Okay. It is what is hidden in your life that determines your value. A woman's value is not based on her hair. A guy's value is not based on the size of his stomach or the muscles. No. Whether it's biceps or triceps or fiveceps <laughs> or forceps, quadriceps. Ask your neighbor, are there valuable things inside you? So, so, for instance, when a lady is going to marry, you, want, you are going to even say yes to three guys who have proposed to you. You want a great guy to marry one day. That guy, you must not just marry a guy who is handsome. Because, yes, because good looks don't make a man. Should I say it again? I said, eh, eh. A guy with good looks. You see, because one slap he gives you will change even how your eyes perceive him. Just one. Because your perception will change. I mean, the guys will tell you they are old enough to give you that testimony. That they, in their lifetime, they've seen very beautiful girls after talking to them for a few minutes or twice or thrice meeting them twice or thrice they stop seeing her beauty now if you are a guy and what i've said you've not experienced it before it means you are very young <laughs> yeah 
you, you, you are very young. See, you see a guy, you see a guy who looks very nice, very handsome guy. You become his friend. Once you get close to the guy, that is when you begin to experience like even verbal abuse. He talks to you anyhow, but he is very handsome. Dresses well, looks good, but when he speaks one English sentence to you, you feel like an animal. Yeah, yeah, you feel like toilet or rubbish. So, always something on the inside outshines or outweighs whatever is on the outside. I'm not saying that you must marry a guy who is ugly just because you see. He may be ugly on the outside and inside is also ugly. So, yeah. Yes. It's called double do. So, I'm, I, so I'm not talking about ugliness or beauty or whatever. All I'm saying is that something on a man's or a woman's inside, hidden inside, determines the person's value more than their beauty or handsomeness. I mean, that's a guy. You cannot marry a woman. And they are here. They know themselves. A, a guy cannot marry a woman based on the size of her breasts. Breasts. It gets even worse when she brings out some of the breasts. And as she's walking, the breast is wobbly like jelly, jelly. Yes. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. You are really preaching good. Now, once a while, you may find a girl with big breasts, but inside is also she's a good woman. She's kind. She 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 is humble. That's fine. But I'm saying that outside, I mean, to choose a woman because of the shape of the buttocks or thighs. So you will discover, once again, you are young. But as you grow, you discover most people, most guys, men, the women they marry, they choose to marry, are not very, very beautiful. Are not the most beautiful in the system. Are not the nicest. Because you, you see that eventually, when a man is choosing a woman, eventually, eventually, he may not even know what he has done, but I'm, I'm explaining to you what he has done. He will choose the woman based on something on her inside. Her nose may be flat. One eye may be red. The teeth may not be arranged well. But that's what he likes because if, you, see, you, you will grow and discover that always the treasure is inside. So when you meet someone who has no treasure inside and all her treasure is outside, all his treasure is outside, you've met somebody who has no value because nobody puts treasures outside. So if the person is wearing Brazilian hair or has big breasts or he's tall and handsome and there is nothing more expensive inside, you, 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 you back the wrong horse. 
You bought the wrong horse. As you leave the church service now, from today, always be on the lookout for things, inner virtues. Next week, I'm going to go into hidden virtues, inner virtues. Hidden inside. See that? Her hair is nice. Beautiful hair, nice braids, lovely. Is it corn roll or what? Which one is one? This is not corn roll. This is what braids. Beautiful. It's very nice. But also inside. Humble. Smiles. You, you should see that some women, eh, it takes them about six hours minimum to recover from early morning depression. So if they wake up at six, it's around midday that they begin to smile. But seven, eight, nine, ten, dear, we call it kusum, kusum, kusum. Kusum. Yeah, but you would know. You would know till you have woken up, you have married a woman, when you wake up, she doesn't smile. Because you met her at 5 p.m. in the evening. Yeah, yeah, that's when you saw her, 5 p.m. or 7 p.m. or 9 p.m. So at that time, the, the happiness has come. But you see her at 7 a.m. in the house. So her face is crumpled like kitchen foil. Kitchen foil. I'm preaching. Inside. Inside. It's always on the inside. I mean, as I'm standing here, if I'm a fool to you, I'm an idiot to you, I'm a wise to you, I'm great to you. It is not likely to be what is outside. The shirt I'm wearing that cannot determine who I am at all. Neither can the shirt you are wearing determine who you are. And it's even possible that you didn't buy it. Somebody bought it for you. So Jesus also emphasized the need to hide to have treasures things about your life that nobody sees fasting that nobody sees prayers that nobody sees a relationship the word things that you hid in your heart nobody sees and last week i gave you one more thing that you must hide and that is what yourself hide yourself don't be a type of person it's like you are everywhere everywhere you go no even sisters i want to advise even in your area in your area don't be a girl that everybody knows. Why do you want to be an MP in the area or a DC? What, what, what do you want to be? Assemblywoman. One of the things that you must hide, you see, the more you hide the thing, the valuable you become. And that is you yourself. You see, I read last week 
Psalm 91, verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. And Psalm 91 is full of fantastic blessings. Prosperity, deliverance, the favor of God, the grace of God. Can you imagine a thousand falling at your right side, ten thousand at your left side? No, it's not coming near you. Wonderful to say, because you have set your love on me, I will, I will, I will honor you. I will uphold you. Many blessings, but they come to those who hide in God's presence. Some of you here today, you've not, you, you've not hidden yourself. You've not hidden yourself with God. You can't, you can't walk with God that way. That's the message today. I came to you to, to continue last week's message. And that, that's what I've told you. That you can't walk with God. Because God himself is not like... God is not somebody who is everywhere. You see, one of the names we've given to God is uh, omnipresent. Not so. Like he's everywhere. Uh, omnipotent. He can do everything. Omniscient. He knows everything. So, so omnipresent means that he's everywhere. Not so. Uh-huh. But that is an attribute... That does not reveal God very well. It doesn't give you a good idea of... Because God is expensive. He says, see, God is expensive. The silver and the gold are His. Even in Ghana, the rich people in Ghana, you don't see them in town everywhere. It's a church of drivers and maids and this type of electricians, plumbers, doctors, what these common people who are in town. Yeah, but the rich men, rich people, I mean like wealthy people in Ghana, you don't see them everywhere. Even the car, the car they drive, it's tainted. You won't even know that he's inside. Because anybody who is great is not in town. I mean, think about it. That, I mean, you go to Accra, Accra Mall, Market, and you meet uh, Abedi Pele. You hardly see him. He's in the country with you. Hardly see him. Because he, if you want, how many of you want to be expensive and great? Yeah, yeah. Even though the message I'm preaching is ending now, I'm just saying to you that in the world, expensive people are not in town. I mean, when I was in Legon, one of my mates, I mean, my wife's mates, and we all came to Legon, first year, first year, I think second year, first year, second year, one of us, just one of our friends. We are girls, girl boys. We are together, chatting everywhere. We are, we are around. I mean, Legon. I'll be like, you know. Then she stood for Miss Ghana and won. As soon as she won, we stopped seeing her on campus. Hidden. 
Expensive people are not everywhere. You cannot walk with God. I mean, by just like when you wake up, you are everywhere. As soon as you wake up, you are on all the WhatsApp pages. Like somebody can track where you are. No, you won't be great. Because God Himself, He may be omnipresent, but Isaiah 45, look at it, verse 15. Isaiah 45, verse 15. Verily, thou art a God that hidest thyself. God, this is one of the things He does. He hides. That's why He said, It is only when you look for me that you find me. I'm teaching you something. You see, especially girls. You wake up, you are in every boy's room. On campus, you're just roaming around. Everybody knows you. It is, it is, it is, it is people who are cheap. Girls. You see, it is cheap girls who are found everywhere. I'm talking today, I'm, I'm saying, hide yourself. Yourself. Unless you are a cheap guy. There should be times you are alone with God. Because God also, He hides. When we are looking for, for you, eh, or when we want to see your faith, we must find you, we must search for you. We shouldn't go and stand at a dental barrier and be sure about Dole Dole. She'll come and pass here. And we say, Oh, you are there. You are moving with your colorful dress. Ah, ah, no. We should look for you. We should search through town for you and find you hidden somewhere. You, you watch. You watch. As we are here, she'll come and pass right now. And truly, 10 minutes, you are not here. 15 minutes, you are not here. 18 minutes, you are coming with your short skirt and big buttocks. Moving. You are cheap. Hide yourself. Be in a room. Be in a room. Pray. Even, even, even hide yourself and study. Learn. Learn psychology. Hide yourself and, and study. <laughs> I mean, like, as you are sitting here, there should be a certain course you are doing that nobody even knows about. Before you know it, you have, you, you have now come out with an MBA in finance. But you are so cheap. We can find you in every boy's room. Proverbs 25. Proverbs 25. Verse 17. He said, Withdraw thy foot from thy neighbor's house. Lest he be weary of thee and so hate thee. I don't understand English. Okay, sorry, the English, the, the, the English weren't good at this time. It, 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 it weren't good. Give us New Living Translation. NLT. 
I'm preaching. I'm saying that, Abaya, hide yourself. Abba! Don't visit your neighbors. Clap your hands for Jesus. Don't be cheap. Don't visit your neighbors too often. Or you will wear out your welcome. You will outlive your welcome. Abba! And some people, when they're in your house, they can't even tell that you want them to go. I mean, what, the more you are, you, you, are you, 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 you look irritated, that's when the person wants to relax and say, can we, can we, can we watch an African movie? Don't visit your neighbors too often. Hide yourself. Be valuable. A person who liked you now doesn't like you anymore. A person wants to be your friend. That's because every morning we come, you are there. Every other day, you are there. It's like, I mean, look. You must learn to make people miss you. I'm preaching. But what do you think I'm doing? I am preaching to you. We are in church. Don't be cheap. Let somebody call and say, Oh, but it's been a while. I, I've not seen it. Oh, yeah, I, I'm around. I, 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 I will call you tomorrow for you to know I'm, I'm around. And tomorrow you call. Then you don't call again for five weeks. When you meet the person face to face, the person begins to even like you. And, and it's like you are fresh and fine. What, what does the message Bible say? Message. Don't visit your neighbors too often. Ask your neighbor, are you... And, and when you find a friend, don't outwear your welcome. Show up at all hours and he will soon get fed up. That's what some of you, even the guy who proposed to you now says he doesn't like you again. Yes, it's true. Yeah. He proposed, he said he, he, he likes you. He wants to be friends with you. Since the proposal, every day, Abba! <laughs> Am I preaching? Am I preaching? I'm preaching. He told, he told you that he will marry you. But he has changed his mind because he didn't, he, he, he didn't know that you were cheap. And I'm telling you, see, men, men don't like cheap girls. Though. They, they, they will only sleep with cheap girls. They will sleep with, but to marry... No, 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 no. No, no. As for sex, we will have sex. In fact, they even prefer the cheap ones because they don't pay much. Is this happening in Ghana? An hour or how much? Five cities. Okay, depending on the place. I don't know where. Hide yourself. Hide yourself. I said what? I, what? Hide yourself. Be expensive. Be miserable. 
when it comes to church attendance, don't hide yourself. Come to God's presence. Yes. Yes, because church, 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 on, well, 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 unless, un, unless your reason for coming to church was to chase a girl. But if you are looking for God, then God, there you must pursue Him. Yes. And you see, the more you pursue God, the, the more you become unavailable to, to, to your friends outside. Yeah, girls who are pursuing God, who are looking for God, are hiding in the church, and therefore boys can't even find them. I'm preaching. That's the message for today. And I, I, look, I can, I can tell you, it's enough. It, it's enough. God needs you. He loves you. He wants to spend time with you. So when you are the type, like you, you, you are, you are, you are everywhere. But in God's presence. Because the more you are everywhere, the less you'll be found in God's presence. The people who are found in God's presence are not found everywhere. It's either you are everywhere or in God's presence. And also, maybe I forgot, so let me just tell you. You need to know, wherever you go, is it school, the office you are working, wherever you find yourself, always know who is important there. It is one of the quests of your life. You must always know wherever in a new office, wherever, in, even in church, there are people who are very important that you don't joke with. If you don't find them and identify them, you will make unimportant people important. Always. Always. And by extension, all of us, including me, we need to know who is important. Who, who, who can bless you beyond your weaknesses? Some of us here haven't even been to school properly. But one day you will drive a car. Who will give you that car? It can only be God. Because no man will look at you and like you. So when you don't spend time with God and you are rather in town, everywhere, it means, once again, see the mistake you've made. You've not identified in your life who is important. Anybody who doesn't pray, who doesn't spend time with God, doesn't see God as important. We must bribe you before you come to church. We must, you know, massage you before you come to church. It means you genuinely, genuinely and in all sincerity, you don't even know what is important. Just Christ said, he said, if only you knew what would make for your greatness and your prosperity. People don't know. They go to a place in school, they don't, even in the class, among your classmates, you must know who is important, who can help you to pass maths. Always identify the people who are important. And in our world, God is important. God is important. He must be more important to you than your best friend, than your sister, than your uncle. Than, and, and you see, if you don't know this, you are about to have a problem. You will have a problem. 
guy, you rather spend your time visiting people before you know they are tired of you. If you want you call, they don't, they don't pick your call. You send them texts, they don't, they don't respond anymore. But there was a time, they would assist, but they, they, they've come to know that you are a cheap girl. Yeah, you, you are not the type. Even, even parents. And, and some of you will experience it. You will introduce your beloved to your parents and they will like him or her. But after a few months, they will tell you that this is not a good person to marry. By how often you went to the house. Just that. Every evening you are there. And you, you, you also time your visit to coincide with when they are about to eat. They look at us, you know, this person is not, not a great guy. We don't want him. We don't want him. I'm saying that well, I've, I've shared with you things you must hide in your life. And today, the message is that hide yourself. Not with your boyfriend or with your girlfriend, but be found with God. He loves you. He wants to spend time with you. I'm not, I'm not. Practically, everybody here, tomorrow, Monday, whatever, find time to be with God. Hide somewhere alone with God. Before you got born again, you used to hide in places alone with a boy alone with a girl. You and the girl alone. Like two monkeys who have met. Song of Solomon. Seven. Let's end the service with this. Verse 10. My God. I am my beloved and his desire is towards me I am look at me carefully I, as I'm standing here I am, I am my beloved when I say beloved it's not my wife or my God is the, the look the true beloved you see a lot of you girls were married to realize that what you are looking for in, in a man you, could, you can only find it in heaven yeah. Only in heaven that you find it. And I've just stopped short of saying something that is not even very good. But I'm just saying that you will discover that what you, your, 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 your perception, your idea of a man you like to marry, you know, a romantic, a romance, romance. <laughs> I grow power with Nisso. Romance. So, so you, 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 go, you go and marry a guy who looks romantic. And you will marry him and discover that he is everything but romantic. Uh, look at my face carefully. I've been a pastor for a long time. In my lifetime, I've, I've sat down with weeping wives. Right. We, and, and, 
I couldn't believe it. Just like he was holding believe it. Married, Mrs. Osei, Ofori, Yeboah. That their husbands don't remember their birthday. Just birthday. To remember number one and then to go and buy card or chocolate. To even remember that today is my wife's birthday. But you, you got, got all the boys you know, they, you, know, you know, they all remember your birthday. They send you texts. So you think that... <laughs> Your real lover is God. You watch a movie and you see a beautiful room and a woman, the hair done nicely, beautiful, sitting in the corner of a couch, dressed nicely in a very lovely, silky, long dress. Her husband is from, from the office. He has come with his bag. His tie is really a, a, a bit loose. He, he, he knocks on the door and his dainty looking wife gets up and just glides, 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 glides towards the door. I'm preaching. Glides towards the door and just opens the door. Because the woman is an SOA. So, so when, when the man opens the door, sees the woman. Yes. You know, SOA, smile on arrival. You don't know SOA? No. A lot of women are FOA. Frown on arrival. But may the Lord bless you with an SOA. Receive an SOA. I said receive an SOA. She smiles and opens that door. And she welcomes you. She, she, she takes your bag and walks you to the couch. You sit down and she lifts your leg and re- removes your shoe, removes your socks. And unbuttons your shirt and opens the fridge and brings you a drink. You receive it now. Romance. That is why you must be in your closet, baby. You got to pray in the closet, baby. Get inside. Anyone you've seen a man you like, go inside and hide there and pray because that man may not be, that woman may not be, may not be. You come from work with your bag, you only open the door, some woman chewing chapia, wearing some uh, batik with oil and milk and this is some basa. Her hair as if she has been electrocuted. Electrocuted. <laughs> but you know. It, it, is it not funny? Is it not funny? It's very funny, not so. But you wait and see. You don't pray. You will remember me that. What hair? The bishop. Was he a prophet? I'm not a prophet. I'm, a, I'm not a prophet. I'm 
the prophet. You won't pray. You are looking outside at the, the height of a man and, the, and, and, and his, his legs. The way he walks. Five five. You want a man with five five? You are a bush girl. Twenty <laughs> first century. You want a man with five five? <laughs> I'm preaching. I have even finished preaching. I am my beloved. I mean, as for beloved, like what we call beloved, like a girl. And boy, like your husband and wife. They are all, you know, social arrangements. We need to marry. So I found you. I like you. You, you, you respect me. We talk, you know. We marry. But when you talk about love, only God's love is a real love. And he's the one looking for you to spend time with you. I am my beloved. And his desire is towards me. He, he, he wants you. He wants your heart. He wants you to be with him. Look, next verse. Come, my beloved. Let us go forth into the field. Let us lodge in the villages. Not in the cities where you can find everybody. In the villages, only two, three, four people. Just, just you and you and just you and if you want, if you marry and you want a, a proper place to, to go on honeymoon, don't go to big, big hotels. No, go to a very, I mean, like a, like a hideout. And I'll show you one. Let us lodge in the villages. Let us get up early to the vineyards. Let us see if the vine flourish. Whether the tender grape appear and the pomegranates bud forth. There. 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 You want to experience love? Is there. Will I give you my loves? Not love. Loves. The mandrakes give a smell. And at our gates are all manner of pleasant fruits. New. I was about to say something. I just remember we are in church. New and old. Which I have laid up for thee. Oh, my beloved. He's calling you. Wants to be alone. Hide yourself. Tell your neighbor. Tell him, please. Can you hear what the pastor is saying? Hide yourself. Every day, every day, there must be time that you are spending. We may call it quiet time or whatever. But let it be just you and God. Sing to Him. Speak to Him. Pour your heart out to Him. That is how to be valuable. That's how to be great. Today, I can tell you, I wish you were the one standing here to preach. 
you will see that every face, boy, girl, young faces, nice, young, pretty looking, handsome guy. Look at that. Handsome. Neat. Haircut. Neat. Body. Tight. But I'm telling you, it won't be too long. It won't be too long. I'll give you some years. Five years, four years, some of you six years. You see that even your body, which is tight today, will begin to change. Yeah. You begin to develop chamber and hall. Your eyes, you see that it's, it's, it's almost like uh, 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 there are bags under your eyes. But you won't believe me. Because when you look at your body now, you see that you are, you are, you are, I mean, you day four. You day four. That's why today I'm telling you that. Know where your real blessings are. I've laid up for thee. What has he laid up? All manner of pleasant fruits. Pomegranates, mandrakes. All the new. Blessings. But now that you are a young girl and as you are passing, everybody is calling you. Everybody is asking for a dog from you. Have you seen a, my, I have a dog in the area? I can't find my dog. Anytime they say it's like, it's like you, you, you are a vet. A day will come. You see that you are changing. And they don't stop anymore. That, that day, when they don't stop anymore, if you made God your lover years earlier, you will still be in top form even though your body is changing. Yes. Don't think you will be like this forever. I want us in this service to make God important. I know your boss likes you. He prefers you, your auntie, your husband, your wife, your friend, your best friend. But, but make sure, see, that's why I said, wherever you go, you need to know who is important in this, in this place. And in your life, Understand that no matter how great and good a person will be to you, God is important. Most important. And his desire is towards you. He has good things for you. But right now, you think because you are a young guy or young girl, you know, you look pretty, it's like you don't need God. Some of you really, even as you sit here in church, you feel that it's a disturbance to be brought to church. Yeah. But when life helps you, you will be looking for a pastor. You will be looking for a pastor. At a time when those who stayed, those who remained, those who stayed are, are, are living heaven on earth. Hide yourself. Find God. As you are pretty now. Make God. I know one day somebody will propose to you, say, you are my beloved. Accept that word. It's a nice word, but in your head, your real beloved is God. Hey! If your real beloved is not God, they'll, they'll break your heart. You won't believe it. Or you will enjoy, oh, meet my beloved Jemima. Meet my beloved Julie. Meet my beloved Grace. Meet my beloved uh, Beatrice. Yeah. Accept the title because you are beloved. But in your head, in your head, eh, tell yourself that your real lover, 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 lover boy, lover, lover, is God. 
so that so that so that so that your heart doesn't break. Thank you. Thank you. Make God your lover. Thank you. As you are young. Make him your lover as you are old. When you are old. When you are in school. When you are working. Hide yourself with God. Have an intimate relationship with God. And God will bless you. Rise to your feet. Let's go. Close your eyes. Lift up your two hands. No movement. Just tell God right now that, Father, I'm going to love you. Lord, I'm going to love you. Love you, Lord. Lord, I'm going to love you. Love you, Lord. Lord, I'm going to love you with all that's Lord, I'm gonna love you, love you. Lord, I'm gonna love you, love you, Lord. Lord, I'm gonna love you with all that's in my heart. Lift your two Let's lift your hands and pray. Everybody just pray. Pray and speak to God right now. The Lord. Just, just pray. Just pray. Pray. And talk to God. Talk to God. Yes, commit yourself to God. Commit yourself to God. Commit yourself to Him. You are going to love Him. He's going to, he's, he's going to be your God. He's going to be your Father. Yes. Grace. Grace, grace and mercy and peace will come to you. Yes. Thank you, Father. Yes. Going to love you. Close your eyes, please. Please put your hand down. I want to pray for anyone here in this service. You are here today. You are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be born again, Pastor. You are here, you are not born. Every eye closed and every head bowed. Every hand down, please. Please put down your hand and close your eyes. If you are here and you are not born again, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Christ, wherever you are in this service. As every eye is closed, just lift up your right hand. I want to pray for you right now to receive Jesus Christ into your life. Yes, just, you want to say, Pastor, I'm here. I don't have Jesus Christ in my life as, as my Savior. I'm not born again. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again, wherever you are. Wherever you are. Just lift, yeah, I can see your hand. Lift it high. Yeah, I see your hand. Yeah, this decision you are taking will affect every other decision in your life every other decision today you want to establish a relationship with god remember he is the one who will bless you 
He's the one who will lift your life up. Lift your hand up if you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. Lift your hand up. I want to pray for you right now. Yes. And if your hand is lifted up, wherever you are, just come to me in front here. Come. I'm, I'm going to pray. Come. With your hand up. Come. 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 Everything I Clap your hands for them. Withholding nothing. Come and receive Jesus. Withholding nothing. Come and receive Jesus. I surrender all to you. Father, we thank you. What a blessing. Lift your two hands. And I want you to say this prayer after me. Yes, you've taken an important decision today. Surrendering your life to Jesus. For a new beginning. For a new beginning. Say after me, dear father. Or say, say, dear father. Today, I come to you. I surrender my life to you. I confess my sins. I've done many bad things. They've made me dirty. Say, they've made me dirty. But I know the blood of Jesus Christ can wash me. Can wash me. Can wash me. Please accept me as your child. Today, I give my life to you. Please wash me. Please cleanse me. And help me to follow you. I'm starting this life. I'm not turning back. I'm not going back. No, I'm not going back. I'm staying in church. Serving you all my life. In Jesus' name. Amen.